the story of Vegetable Man. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Spooky Appalachia. I'm Jimmy. This is Moth Mistress. Hi. She's our special guest. Uh, Bill's still missing. Um, Did you I, file the police report? Oh, I know. I forgot something there. That, I guess that was it. Um, is the dog okay? Yes. Okay. I can only assume that the uh, aliens still have him in their clutches. Um, Maybe it's a vegetable man, which today's story is about the vegetable man from uh, Fairmont, West Virginia. Moth Mistress, you want to kick this off? Absolutely. One hot July day, 1968, a young man by the name of Jennings Frederick, who was around 19 years old at the time, had gone woodchuck hunting near his home in Fairmont, West Virginia. He hadn't had much luck and was about to head home when he heard a strange, high-pitched sound like that of a sped-up recording. A voice reportedly said to him, You need not fear me. I wish to communicate. I come as a friend. We know of you all. I come in peace. I wish for medical assistance. I need your help. He then saw a green, skeletal, stalk-like creature. It was about six to seven feet tall with slanted yellow eyes. It had human-like facial features and long, vine-like arms that were no wider than a quarter. Its fingers had suction cups on the end of them. Before he could move, he felt a vine wrap around him. Then what felt like a needle stuck into his arm. He could not get away, and the creature had him in some type of trance-like paralysis state. All he could do is look at the creature whose eyes had turned from yellow to red as it sucked the blood from Jennings' arm. Once the creature finished, it then walked off out of sight. Jennings then heard an odd humming sound and thought it might be a craft taking off. Jennings recovered from the trance-like state and went home. He did not tell his family of the event. Months later, he did tell the story to a UFO researcher from West Virginia named Gray Barker. Gray dubbed the creature Vegetable Man. So I had heard this story a few times over the years, um, but uh, it wasn't till later I found out while uh, reading a post on Appalachian Oddity that there's actually a little more to this strange tale We've included two more accounts of th- these are stories that uh, I had never heard of anything like this, and I do. Yeah. Like it is probably very regional, but it's if there's there's more than one, that's so terrifying. Almost, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I've been hearing about Vegetable Man for many years, but uh, yeah, there there's definitely more to this story with this family. If you want to tell them about this, yeah, absolutely. Okay. When Jennings was still in school, his mother reportedly witnessed a strange devil-like monster, which supposedly came from a flying saucer that landed in a field near her home. She was washing dishes one morning when she saw the small black or dark green creature from her kitchen window. The being had pointed ears, a tail, no clothing, and was reportedly filling a bag with grass and dirt. Just beyond the humanoid figure was a five-foot-tall 10-foot-wide, dome-shaped craft with an extended elevator. The creature appeared to be attached to the ship by a cable. 
The craft was silver and cream in coloration, had rows of windows, and rotated counterclockwise while producing a humming noise. Mrs. Frederick ran from the window, only to return a few minutes later and see the satanic-looking being taking off in the saucer, which lifted lightly off the ground while humming slightly louder than before. Mrs. Frederick told her son when he had returned from school, Jennings reportedly found depressions in the ground and clawed tracks, which convinced Jennings of his mother's claims. After his discharge from the Air Force, Jennings had a strange men in black encounter. Between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., Jennings was awoken by a red flashing light. He grabbed his 38 revolver from under his pillow and investigated the living room, where he found a small gas canister. A hand grabbed him and put a needle in his left arm. He then saw three men in black turtlenecks, slacks, and ski masks. One of them asked, The dogs, they've been darted and everyone gassed? They reportedly put a mask over Jennings' face and questioned him about UFOs, what he thought they were, and what he thought of the future. Wow. So that that was some uh, interesting stuff to add to the Vegetable Man story with the, uh, I guess it's the Jennings family. Um yeah. Like I, like I said before, I had never heard of the uh, MIB encounter or uh, his mother's uh, encounters uh, with the UFO outside the kitchen window. Could Jennings' mother's encounter uh, have led to the Veggie Man encounter? Could that have been baby Veggie Man? I mean, how much did she know that they were worried about him? Like, why was this a continuing thing? Is it regional? Is it something to do with the family itself? Like, yeah, it could be. Like, I, I uh, changed my name. I'm not a gen. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not a Frederick. Well, it's definitely interesting. It, it, yeah, um, it kind of makes you think of the uh, injured cold and in, uh, that family's encounters with him a little bit too. This is the, the first I'd heard of Men in Black wearing. Ski masks, masks. Like yes. That's, that's the first time I heard of that, too. Um, always, it's always suits. It's always suits and hats and glasses. Yeah, why did they need yeah. to hide their faces? That's kind of strange. I guess they were trying to hide their faces. I Ski mean, masks with, uh, like, uh, the gas masks on, I guess. That's a lot. That seems that seems like a lot. So maybe, uh, maybe they're a different division. Like, there's, there's always different departments in a company. Yeah. If you have a story like this one, if it's some other type of entity, cryptid, UFOs, ghosts, uh, let Spooky Appalachia know. Uh, you can email them at webmaster at spookyappalachia.com. Yeah, let us know. We'd love to feed. I mean, we we mostly feature y'all's stories now, so keep them coming at us. Uh, we love getting them. Also, big thanks to our Patreons. Uh you guys keep this thing going. It's uh, believe it or not, it is a little bit expensive to keep all this going with the traveling and the streaming software and you know all that. Um, yeah, it adds so, up. Yeah, big thanks um, to Alvin, Charles, Danielle, Donald, Jeff, Jordan, Josh, Julia, Linda, Shannon, and Taylor. And thank you all for tuning in. See you later. Hopefully we'll find Phil for y'all. And hopefully he gets dropped off in a field somewhere. Good night, everybody. <laughs>